Welcome into the Michael Wall Show. Hey, listen, I'm so excited for you today to listen and watch this show. Got a great guest on, Julie Stackhouse. She is a rock star business coach, really training coach, right? Fitness coach, get you right. I met her at 29029, which is, uh, yeah, just as it sounds, hiking Everest. You're not going to want to miss the Michael Wall Show today. All right, so let's jump into it. We got Jolie live in the house, Jolie Stackhouse. Jolie, thanks for joining us today. Hi, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. Absolutely. And we connected on the mountain, Idaho. Um, and I know that you had an amazing time. By the way, if you've never heard of 29029 Eversting, it's a it's an event put on by Jesse Itzler and kind of founded, started. And it's the idea of hiking Mount Everest, right? But you've exactly. had a pretty interesting career previous to that, but we were on the mountain and you literally, you and another guy by the name of Wes had record time. I think it was record time for the 29029, right? It was, yes. <laughs> so, so let's talk about that. What is 29029 Everesting? For somebody that's looking at that saying, okay, I know I've, I've heard of Everest. I've heard of 29029. What does that mean? How does that work? Because it's more than just hiking a mountain. It's really about pushing yourself in life, which is what we want to talk about on the show today. It is. It really is. So I, yes, I have a story career in track and cross country. I coached at the collegiate level for a long time, but I don't know, kind of like a lot of people throughout the pandemic, I needed something else. I needed something I was just, I'm a coach. My job's to coach. And I was floundering a little bit with finding something that really got, that I got excited about that motivated me. So here I am kind of dishing that out to other people, but I had to, I had to kind of coach myself to do something really hard. And so I just, I'm happen to be friends with Jesse Itzler and have done one of his other events before called Hell on the Hill. I've never heard of that. Really? Never? No, I've never heard of that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly as it sounds. It's hell on a hill in his huh. backyard. It's one of America's greatest backyard races. Wow. And so it's a hundred hill reps up okay. and down a um, very steep, I think like 30% grade. It's not runnable, a not runnable hill in his wow. backyard. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I, you know, I just, as I was there with Jesse, he, this idea of kind of doing something bigger for like CEOs and corporations and people yeah. that really wanted to kind of take it to the next level. That's how 29029 was born. Wow. Um, just kind of sitting around talking about uh, the aftermath of Hell on the Hill. And he yeah. was like, I want to do something bigger, bigger than this. Yeah. And so it was always in the back of my mind. Like someday I want to do Jesse's event. Um, so I just kind of reached out to him and was like, Jesse, is, is there any room? <laughs> I <laughs> Can wanna, I come? I was yeah. not trained. Can I come to the party? Yeah. And yeah. he's like, Zach, you're in. So um, I really, I wasn't ready, but I think that's kind of the point is just, uh, you know, I'm not saying don't train, <laughs> but we're never really ready, right? Yeah. For, for some of the really big challenges in life. So I needed something really big, like a marathon wasn't going to be enough. And so 29029 was it. So you're in a place where, I mean, I would consider you an athlete or a desired athlete, whether you love it or not, you are right. North Carolina Hall of Fame, by the way, in case you didn't know, track and field, he, she was in the Olympic trials. Um, and so you're just, you love this kind of stuff to some degree, right? And I so do. for the person that's out there, that's in a place where they are like, man, I know I got to get motivated. I know I got to get off the couch. I know I got to get out of my day-to-day -day routine. You know, I've kind of maybe not eaten as healthy as I should have during this whole COVID season and yeah. worried about me. What's your, what's your thought to them? And we want to talk about some more of your career and things, but what's your thought specifically to someone like that? Because I think there's a lot of people out there right now that are listening to this that are saying, man, I'm just, I feel like I'm stuck. I know what I need to do. I know, how, I know where I need to go, I think, right? But I just don't know how to get there. I don't have the motivation. I'm not sure, you know, maybe, maybe that's not for me. 
You know what I'm saying? Just kind of getting out and moving. I do. I felt the exact same way. And it's literally my job. <laughs> it's yeah. my job, my passion. I've done it my entire life. And mm. I was in that same boat yeah. going, what do I do to get yeah. out of this? So, so for me, 29029 was it. That was the event. Like, I'm in. I'm doing it. Mm. Um, but I have, that's a great question that you asked because mm -hmm. I've talked to so many people since then to say, you have to find what your mountain is and don't mm. compare that to someone else's mountain. It, yeah. it might be a 5K, your first 5K ever. It doesn't have to be running. Um, mm -hmm. But whatever that is, that is the mountain for you that yeah. you're not really sure you're prepared for and you're not really sure you can finish it. And I definitely didn't go into it thinking I was going to set a record. I mean, in my mind, I'm always, it's, it's kind of hard to turn off competitiveness when you're, you're born that it's way it's just sort of yeah it's a yeah. switch and it's there i was actually glad to know it was still there you know yeah. because again yeah. after a year of really um for a runner or anyone that's really goal oriented and driven all of those things were stripped from the schedule yeah and so um and this will tie back into later you know just having to even revisit like well what is my identity really because mm -hmm. everyone has known me as this athlete my whole life yeah. and then as a coach and um so it's, you know really just in that role and mm -hmm. uh so long story short i think they have to not be afraid to just pick something and sign up for it and then yes prepare as best as you can you know have your support crew right. have a coach if you need it yeah but show up yeah and what is really cool and why i'm here having this conversation with you today is i wasn't afraid to show up yeah and neither was everybody else who was there yeah and that's what makes it so special is then you don't have to do it alone yeah, I love that. And I love that you I love when you're talking about the idea of find your own mountain. You know, a lot of times in life we we look at other people and we say, you know, hey, they're doing this. So I'm going to go do this, you know, like online socially. People might be like, oh, I look at Tony Robbins. Well, I want to be Tony Robbins or I look at Gary Vee or I want to be Gary Vee or look at someone else. And they're like, I want to be them. Not that you don't evaluate what they're doing to say, OK, what is working? What is not working? You know, kind of free market research almost. Right. But you got to find your own lane. I talk a lot about the idea with our Go Live With Purpose nonprofit, the idea of people holding up their finger. Not to give somebody the finger, <laughs> <laughs> but holding up their pointer finger, right? And saying, let's take a look at that. When you see that, what do you see? Well, there's a fingerprint, right? And so the question is, is how many people that have ever lived or ever will live has that same fingerprint? And the answer is no one. You are a one of one. You're unique. You're the only one that's going to use the gifts and abilities that you have. So I love that. So here we are in the yeah. mountain, right, in Idaho. <laughs> and it's uh, the vertical was what? That we were hiking. Yeah. So it actually, was it seven nineteen hundred feet? Seventeen? I can't remember. Yeah. Let's see. We started. We started at base was six thousand. Yeah. So this is this is Bald Mountain for right. you skiers out there. I'm yeah. I'm not a skier. Catch em. Literally bought my ski poles the week before <laughs> and was going. Should I like scratch these up a little bit yeah. so people don't know? I've never used them before. Someone in um in my yurt showed me how to adjust them the night see? before. Open I mean, it up. so again, work. like I'm even a bit of a rookie, and and you know, so everyone might look later and see the outcome and not know that I'm actually terrified to do this thing myself. So what 29029 is, is it is you hike the equivalent of Mount Everest mm -hmm. in 36 hours or less. Yep. And and then in the meantime, there are seven different peaks that you can achieve along the way. So those yeah. are the the seven highest mountains on each continent. Mm -hmm. So I had a little geography lesson too, because <laughs> exactly. of course I knew Denali for yeah. ours, but I didn't know the others. Denali, I was like, that's a GMC, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, so each time, and you know, and they check it off on your back when you achieve that. So, yeah. um, so say a 10 ascent, so one ascent is 1.5 miles. Mm -hmm on this specific trek in Sun Valley. And it's ascending only, and mm -hmm. then you gondola down, mm -hmm. which sounds awesome, right? Because you get this break after every time you get to a peak, which is just 
the most amazing view. I remember climbing the first oh, one and looking back. And I actually, I, I took my phone with me so that I, and I don't normally do that in races, but I'm like, I'm going to document this. I want to share this with people. Yeah, yeah. And I took a picture of that first view and I said, this is worth the price of admission alone, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. regardless of what happens the rest of the day. Yeah. This was worth it. I get chills just thinking about yeah. it. And then just watching everybody else come up the mountain. And and so I really had two goals. I, I, I had hoped to win for the females. It's not a race, but. Yeah, why not? Everything's back in the game. The competitive juices <laughs> yep. are going. You You're like, I got off. this. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and I had hoped to inspire other people out there, yeah. like that, and, and inspire myself, mm -hmm. and and remember that I can do hard things. We yeah. we've done hard things. Look at the year we just all came, came through, through, right? Yeah. More more than that now, and so. Mm -hmm. It's just that reminder that you can do hard things. And then just showing up and being yourself, you can inspire other people along the way. And so, um, so yeah, so 15 ascents, gondola ride down. Yep. And um, it equals, it ended up equaling a little over 24 miles. Yeah. Um, and so for you marathoners out there, I can tell you that it's much harder than a marathon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesse said, really? Jesse, it's is it really harder. And I said, yes, because a marathon, yeah. you know the pace. Yeah. You know exactly yeah. how to click the splits off, how to fuel all of that. Mm. But this was so much the unknown and mm -hmm. you're at altitude so mm -hmm. yes we climbed i think 1977 you yeah. got altitude per, per, you got you got little pebbles moving rocks you got the wall the wall was... and it's funny because when i was i was climbing everybody's like did they name this after you because my last name's <laughs> wall I'm, I'm like uh no they did not well i just want to encourage you with this as you're watching this and she is actually going to be a coach julie's going to be a coach um for the next race so you may or may not be aware of this but i want to share this with you because this is important so this right here this is my shoe. Uh, of course, it's my shoe. This is my shoe that I literally bought the night before um, I went to do the race, right? I went to do the hike. So here I am. I'm, I'm hiking. I'm climbing. I would be considered, let me say, a novice. She's a pro. I'm a novice. I'm going out there. I'm like, I want to do this. My wife and I are going to do it. A lot of things I learned on the journey, right, about how to eat and different things like that. So when I go back, plus having a coach is going to help, which is going to be awesome. But going back, it's going to be great. I did 11. The goal was to do 15. I did 11. Some of that was laziness. Some of that was the bad food. Some of it was just me not paying attention to how I learned a lot on the journey. But I can tell you this, if you're a novice out there and you're saying, man, I want to do something to push myself. And this is why I'm saying this. One of the things that I was so intrigued about, Julie, was just the group of people that was there. Mm -hmm. You know, the environment of encouragement um, yeah. from executives to professionals to just people that are like adrenaline junkies to whatever. It was like, wow, this is really an encouraging group of people. These are, you know, people talk about like, these are my people. You know what yeah. I mean? I was like, yes. these are really cool people. <laughs> and to me, I just want to encourage you if you're out there and you're like, man, I, I need something to push myself. Maybe this is it because I, I showed you my shoes. I literally bought them the night before. <laughs> no training, zero training, still did 11 cents. Yeah, because I pushed myself, which was Denali. That's the GMC. Yes. Right? Yeah. But I didn't go all the way, but I will next time with coaching. But I just want to say that because I think it's so important. Some people look at that, you know, Julie, and they're like, well, I'm not an extreme athlete or I'm not of this or I'm not of that. And you have the category of folks that are, but then you have the wide chasm of people who are not that are like, uh, I don't think I can do that. And I think the answer is yes, you can. Remember the one lady that didn't have a, have a leg, had like a- yes. I mean, so inspiring. What are your thoughts when someone sees this, when they're like, they're not naturally an athlete, they've never done something like this before, and I know you say find your mountain, but say, just do it, sign up. What's your encouragement to say, man, you got to push through in life? Yeah. Uh, first of all, um, the footwear. If you would have had Brooks on your feet, you oh. would have definitely 
achieved all 15. Is that right? <laughs> I, no, I just had to put a little plug in there. Sponsorship. <laughs> um, hey, I will tell you but, this. Uh, I'm not sponsored, but uh, zero, zero uh, blisters, nothing, no issues. I, I'm teasing, but I- Maybe I'll change the brakes. Also, I I, I've never been in trail shoes before because we mm. live in Florida, so yeah, right. I had not trained for this. So I, Brooks had actually sent me a pair of trail shoes before. That's pretty cool. I did not break them in. I mean, I put them on my feet as well, like fresh out of the box like you did. <laughs> so, and you finished in record time, so there you go. <laughs> no, but but really being serious, um, exactly what you said. The second reason I chose that event is that I was looking for my people, right? Hmm. After a year of, wow. of, of a lot of us maybe feeling disconnected, mm-hmm. um, I was looking for that. And I have found that so many other people in, in these travels that I've been doing this summer – are really craving that connection right yeah. now. And so I knew that it was going to be a lot of people looking for the same kind of thing. And yeah. and it was exactly what you said. It was palpable out there on yeah. the mountain, just the encouragement that you both received and gave mm-hmm. on the way. Because so if you can picture it, it's the same trek, right? So, mm-hmm. and because people can take breaks or going different paces, you will be passing people, not mm-hmm. necessarily going at the same pace. You guys passed me a couple <laughs> times. I'm like, Hey guys. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you really did. I mean, you just got this sense of like, I I remember thinking to myself after the very first one, I was like, okay, I I train for a living. I train Mm -hmm. people for a living. So no, I didn't train at altitude or on mountains. Yes. I just took the shoes out of the box and learned how to use my (laughs) ski poles today. But I knew that I was fit enough and strong enough and more than anything, I knew that it was a -a will-a-thon. So I knew that if you decided you were going to go as far as you could that day, that was was a success, regardless if that was Denali or Everest or Mm -hmm. a record or whatever Mm -hmm. it was. Um, But I also knew that we weren't going to have to do it alone. And so, yes, the coaches out there, the support – um, but just again, that community of people. And I think that was what made it really special. And mm. what I said later is I finished the first one and I looked back and went, that was hard. Yeah. I don't think anybody knew coming in yeah. ex- unless they had done them before how right. hard this was going to be. Well, and I heard a lot of people say, I thought I, the, the, the wall area in Idaho was actually high, harder than Utah. I wasn't at Utah, so I don't know. But that's what I heard from a lot of I people. I was one of the first people to the wall, and I later heard they nicknamed it Fruity Pebbles because you would take <laughs> a step and and rocks would just oh, come yeah. crumbling yeah, down. Yeah. And it was really hard to get footing. Yeah. And um, so it was kind of a scramble. It was yeah. like a rock scramble. Yep. And I was definitely kind of on all fours there a few times. I later heard after we trekked through there enough times that there were steps in the yeah. wall. Like yeah. people who hiked through the night said there were steps in the wall. But um, it, yeah, it was just crazy. I mean, I'd never done anything like that before. You know what you said, which I love, and this is, this was so encouraging to me, the whole, because again, me showing up and I mean, again, you've run NC Hall of Fame, all this kind of stuff, whatever. I don't have any of that accolade, right? I've been in business for 20 plus years and you know, that's my story. So I'm showing up here like, this is like totally, you know, foreign to me. In, in, in every way, shape. I've worked out before, but not like that, right? And yeah. so it was like, wow, this is really, really different. But one of the things that you said that I thought was so encouraging, and I just want to make sure that this resounds as you're listening to this out there, because you might be saying, man, I want to find something again to push myself through and into something to the next level. There was such a format and a conversation and um, a kind of a welcoming theme of, listen, this is, yes, push yourself. It's a will-a-thon, like you said, and whatever. But the the goal is 
the next one you do, the next one you do, the next one you do. If you're not in shape and you're coming in here and you're trying to get, and even if you only do three ascents or four ascents or five ascents, that's more than you did before. And then maybe next year you do six, next year you do 10, the next year you do whatever. Yeah. And kind of get the bug. So it's, it was, I was so impressed with how um, warm the, the thinking was. I'm not of lazy, not like, hey, let's just sit around and don't try real hard or whatever. No, really push yourself. Yeah. But if you like, if, if all you can, if you know at the end of the day, all the gas is out of the tank and you only did three or five or six and that's it for you, that's okay. Yeah. Because, because not everybody's an athlete. You know, I remember my wife going, and she had bad knees or whatever. She did 11 as well. And she was just so committed. Step, step, step. She just wouldn't quit. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that was amazing to me to watch her in that process, you know? Definitely. And that, that's the theme that I get. Really a willathon, but really it's like, man, just do your best. Yeah. And something you just said made me think about something I said during the event, uh, whether that was to Wes or somebody else out on the mountain. But I said, the only number I can think about right now is number one. Mm. Because I only have to do one more, mm-hmm. one more time, yeah, and then one more time, yeah. and then one yeah. more time, and that's yeah. that's really how you had to think. And it's and it's like when you're in a marathon or a five k or whatever's hard in life that you're facing is, you just have to take the next step. Uh-huh. It really was that simple. Yeah, but also, you know, your body's telling you otherwise, yeah. <laughs> and that is where I, uh, you know, I think David Goggins has said it before. Mm-hmm. He's friends with Jesse and has all these endurance events as well but mm-hmm. when you think you're done you're really kind of like only 60 percent of the way there yeah like your body is capable of so much more yeah um, but i i myself had a moment uh it was it was lap number 14 where i think just i don't know mm. if it was the altitude it wasn't mental it was very physical my body was kind of like shutting down yeah and and you know so again i i think my where point was your is, mind in that process at all were you i was strong really still, or? fortunate to have that was where the teamwork part comes in which yeah. is just so cool like throughout my career you know it's not always that you have someone else to run with or mm-hmm. race with mm-hmm. a lot of it is actually very solo mm-hmm. and so having Wes there um and kind of the story there is that we both realized we were on the same lap when we stepped into gondola number nine and so we did the last six together is that where you guys really kind of we did it, and it, okay. and it sounds crazy you'd, you'd have to you've been on the mountain but you'd yeah. have to see it to to know how you could be hiking sort of the same pace but not see each other mm-hmm. it was just you know again mm-hmm. it's a huge mountain and there's yeah. a lot of people out there and they're going different paces and so we just didn't know and he stepped and he said what lap are you on and i think we were about to get denali checked off on the next gondola ride down and so i was like denali how about you he's like the same (laughs) and so for the rest of the time we kind of coached each other through it and that's when the pace picked up because for sure if i was on my own at that point in time i would have kept pushing but it wouldn't have been the same yeah and so i think my point with that is, you know, the accountability of, mm-hmm. of having someone else. Maybe that's not someone who can work out with you every day if that's mm-hmm. your goal or, um, you know, whatever it is you've set for yourself. But having that accountability. Yeah. So if that's a coach, if that's your family, you know, those reasons that you have that motivate you, if that's your faith, you know, yeah. just realizing that it doesn't have to be perfect yeah. and you don't have to win and you don't have to compare to anybody else. Yeah. You just have to do that thing for you that's going to inspire you to take the next step. Yeah. I love what Zig says. He always says, and I say this all the time, you don't have to be great to start, but you got to start to be great. Exactly. (laughs) And it's the idea of you were not meant to run this pace, this life, this journey alone. You weren't. You're going to be in a situation. I I literally just had a phone call today with a good friend uh, that I just had to bounce some business ideas off of just to say, am I making the right decision here? I think I am. I've prayed through it. I've talked to some people, but I just wanted to reach out just to make sure 
And I take that feedback. Ultimately, I'm going to make the final decision, right? Because it's my call uh, with the different companies we have. But for me, it's like, I want to at least bounce this off and make sure I'm not missing anything. And that is eliminating pride that is like, I know everything, I can do it all by myself. And it's actually welcoming in healthy pride, which is personal responsibility and daily endeavors. So I want to leave you with the second to last word, Julie, and that is, if you are talking to somebody and you are out there right now, that's maybe, as I mentioned, they're stuck in the mud, they're just stuck in life. There's going to be some people watching this be like, oh yeah, that's so cool. I'm going to sign up for that next year. I love this kind of stuff anyways. And then there's going to be the other side that's like, man, they're just stuck. Why am I on this earth? What am I here for? I'm depressed. I'm upside down mentally, physically. Maybe they're out of shape. Um, they're getting all of this weight from the media, whatever. By the way, my side, I'm not saying it's her. My side note is shut the media off. Shut it off, right? There's nothing but negativity in the media. Go get healthy. Eat healthy. Live healthy. Get some vitamin D. Get some sun, right? It's just natural and it's good. But if you were going to talk to somebody that kind of help push them through, that rut that they're in right now, what would you say? Yeah, great, great question. So one, going back to what you said uh, about the media, my stance, or just outside voices in general, my stance yeah. on that is if they're not in the arena with you, mm. you might hear their voice, but it does not get a vote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I really, this last year, you know, um, I've just really kind of claimed that. And, mm -hmm. and I found that to be true on the mountain. And I found it to be true as I come back in and try to implement that, you yeah. know, in my coaching and in my life. Um, so yeah, if they're not in the arena with you, like it's just noise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and second is that, you know, the words, words really matter. Yeah. And so the words that you tell yourself mm -hmm. that, or that somebody tells you, or you tell someone else, mm -hmm. they really stick in there and they can be there for better or worse when yeah. you really need them. When you are in those darkest moments, whether that is depression or a mm. tough, uh, choice you're making in your life or with your family, right? A lot of people are facing tough choices mm -hmm. right now. Um, and, or if you're on the mountain and you're really deciding, do I turn right and go into the lodge <laughs> where there's air conditioning and real food and, and massages, and massages and, yeah, and, yeah. or do I turn left and get back on the mountain? Yeah. And, and, you know, I said, I said, for me, I just knew, like, I just had to keep turning left. Yeah. Yeah. and get back on the mountain. And I didn't know what that was going to look like each yeah. time. And so, you mm -hmm. know, relating that to to our listeners, whatever it is that challenges you or excites you, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be, like I said, a mountain or a marathon, but it's just taking that next step, Yeah, not being afraid to show up mm -hmm. and seeing what you can do when you do. Mm -hmm. And I think it might not only surprise you, but um, it'll inspire a lot of other people along the way. So having those positive mantras or positive words and like yeah. repeating them to yourself. I'm huge on writing things down. Mm -hmm. I'm a really big fan. Absolutely. I'm very visual. And so yeah. I like to write it down. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so prior to this mountain, I had written down kind of what not just were. necessarily goals, but like yeah. what I hope to get out of it. And I will 100% say just showing up, yeah. being me, meeting people like you and other like-minded people out there. Uh, it, it, far and away exceeded all of my expectations, Love which that. is hard to do. I have yeah. pretty high expectations. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> but it, it really, it just, uh, it blew me away. And I'm so excited to have the opportunity to go coach at the yeah. next one. I, I really now, my, my goal now seriously is get more people up that mountain. Yeah. Like, and um, yeah, because, could, because you, you know, you know, the benefits of it. You've seen it happen. You've seen other people. I enjoyed a lot from it. Julie, thank you so much for taking a minute and um, just sharing your thoughts. 
And I'm excited for those that are going to watch this and see this and learn from this. And uh, obviously, they need to connect with Stackhouse for, for coaching. But thanks for joining us on the well, show. Thank you. And I don't want to have the last word, so you'll have to say something after this. But one thing I really thought of is that don't be afraid of failure. Yeah. Because what I kind of had to learn being an athlete throughout my life or even facing this mountain event is if you aren't risking failure, mm. and this probably ties into your world mm -hmm. a lot mm -hmm. as well, um, to some extent, you're you're not really testing yeah. like, what you can do. Right. And so you have to really be willing to risk that a little bit in order to really have that success. It's huge. And, and I think what she's saying there as we kind of land the plane is you only get one life, right? And so the question that I really have for you is, are you pushing through and are you satisfied with where you are in life? The only way you get to where you want to go is by taking steps. And a lot of times you're going to have fear along the way. Remember, that is nothing more most of the time that is nothing more than false evidence appearing real. And so we got to be in a place where we say, time out, what do I really want to do? And by the way, your kids, your grandkids, people around you, they are watching you. You might be looking at the world right now and saying, what is going on? Well, what's going on is people have lived laissez-faire. It's all about me. They're listening to WIIFM, what's in it for me. That's all they care about. That's their story. My, my encouragement to you is focus on pushing yourself to the next level. And that will encourage others to do the same. And by doing that one step at a time, one person at a time, that's how we change the world. Now, listen, I want to encourage you. Many of you are going to watch this and say, how do I get involved? How do I connect? We want to take a group of people to the mountain next year. We're going to start the train. We're going to start to connect. And so what I, what I encourage you to do is join me on the hike and on the climb. We're going to bring Julie in as our coach. Okay. Yes. We're going to get here rocking and rolling. And we'll see, there's going to be a limited space because I don't know how many people can go. So we'll have to talk to Jesse and see what that looks like. But at the end of the day, uh, what I want you to do is I want you to connect and send us an email. How you do that is by just sending an email to connect. If you can't spell that, look it up in the dictionary, right? Connect at michaeldwall.com. Connect at michaeldwall.com. Reach out to us. Our team will reach back out to you. We'll formulate. I know sending an email is a little bit of work, but if you're not willing to take step one, what I know is you're not willing to go and take step two. Two. So let's start with that. Send us an email, reach out. We'll start to formulate what that looks like. And I'm excited for us as we go uh, next year and hike this mountain again, wherever we end up. As always, listen, my goal in life is to help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose. And I know that there's two or three or four or five or 10 or 20 people that you're texting with and connecting with on your phone that need to hear this encouragement. So do me a favor, get your phone, Share it with them. It's real easy, whether it's on podcasts that you're listening to this or whether it's on YouTube or Rumble or Facebook, wherever you're listening, share this show because someone needs to be encouraged. Someone needs to be woken up to be pushed into all that God has created and called them to be. I believe that Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. There's a specific purpose for your life on this earth. You are the only one that can use the gifts and abilities that you have, and it's an amazing and awesome responsibility. Don't go to the grave with your music still in you. Don't do it because you're afraid. Step out, press through. Send us an email, connect at michaeldwall.com. See you all next show.